Blog Talk Radio. We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing, share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is the Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, Press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao, in India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadeth. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. Hallelujah. Welcome this October 20th, 2023. It's a beautiful day in Florida, and the sun's trying to come in in my window, and I'm trying to block it a little bit. But I'm also highlighting my cosmic curls this morning. Usually I put a a, a, a cloth or a wrap or a scarf over my hair, but today's subject just demands that I shine my cosmic curls. We're talking about uterine cancer and hair relaxers, yes. All over Facebook this week, I've seen advertisements for um, inviting women to file a, or to join a a lawsuit 
a, a, a civil law or a lawsuit or a collective lawsuit about hair relaxers, how they are evidently contributing to uterine cancer. Now, I've got to bring a little truth to this subject because that's not com completely true. And my main intention this morning is to help women prevent uterine cancer. It's painful. It can be costly. And as one young woman was stating in this advertisement that she knows she had to have a hysterectomy because she developed uterine cancer, and now she says, I can no longer have children, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now the things are everywhere, everywhere. All week I've been seeing advertisements. Every Facebook um, scroll I'm doing is an advertisement for attorneys to invite you to file a lawsuit, class action lawsuit, just like the Johnson & Johnson talcum powder. Now we've got the hair relaxer lawsuit. So we're going to bring a lot, a lot of truth to this subject. Ah, and my cosmic pearls are speaking today because creativity is one of the keys to preventing uterine cancer. So join me this morning uh, for the next two hours if you can. If not, it's okay. Uh, I want you to share this with women all over the globe who might be struggling with their hair. We're going to talk about how to stop the struggle with the hair. It's been a lifelong process for me and many women with curly cosmic curls. Oh, excuse me. I know why you come here this early. If you're here this early, you want to do some joint rolling. Let's get high first. Let's get high on our body and life because this is the only vessel we get on this journey. This human body vessel takes us all over the world, all over the planet if we choose. It's a choice. So thank you for joining me. I appreciate every one of you who tunes in every Friday morning to learn more about health, well-being, and how to take charge of your health because you cannot trust corporations to give you health, and that's what a lot of women have done with their hair. Trust, they trust it in a corporation to bring them the beauty and style that made them feel better, right? I'm going to talk about all that, but let's get busy with some joint rolling. If you're new to um, health and well-being, we start out with the neck. We roll this head around. We don't roll our neck, but we roll our head around to loosen up the joints in our neck. Then we do our shoulders forward and back. We swim in the sea of energy. And then we get on our backs and we keep our legs up and our arms up and roll around the wrist and ankle joints. Why do we do this? This is so important for you when you're taking charge of your health. Your immune system, your um, your uh, circulation, all of the both of those are very important to keep moving, and your your system that drains all the toxins in your body. All these systems need to keep moving. If you don't move it, you lose it. That's the saying, right? So we want to encourage you to roll these joints even before you get out of bed. You can start rolling joints especially your wrists and your elbows and your knees and your um, your ankles and your hips. I'm going to do all that, and I'm going to show you alternatives to 
the typical joint rolling. If you can't do that, I'll show you an easier way. But we have some beautiful music. Now we're going to put on Time for Healing by the Sounds of Blackness. And I just love this music because it's still relevant. Uh, if you listen to the words, it might remind you of uh, what's going on in the Middle East because there's a lot of insanity. Uh, things are heating up over in the Middle East like crazy, crazy, crazy. And they've been at war for a long time. And we are a global family now. We feel, I feel, the tension and stress over there, especially when I turn into YouTube. And this is our family. If you have a social media account, you know that uh, some of your friends are in other countries like the Middle East, uh, Saudi Arabia, or Africa. I have friends in Africa on social media. I have friends in Brazil on social media. So this is not just isolated over there. We want to be able to have that peace that surpasses all understanding. As we hear about the rumors of war, uh, which have been going on forever, we want to just have that peace that surpasses all understanding. So let's do some joint rolling to loosen up uh our joints and get our circulation moving, our our um, our um, immune system built up, and get everything moving so we can hear from spirit today. More than anything, we want to hear from our ancestors and from spirit about what is the solution today, especially to uterine cancer today. That's our topic. I'm going to go deep into the uterus of all you women and help you understand why, how it develops in that particular place. Because if you really look into this controversy about hair relaxers, the question is who's to blame? They're, they're go the attorneys are blaming the corporations who produce these products. You could actually go back to a black man who started this mess. Uh, well, not mess. He started this creativity of relaxing the hair. It was a, actually an African-American man who created the first hair relaxer. And you could go back to there. But then it moved into corporate influence, okay? And just as I talked about on uh, last Sunday about exploitation of ignorance, that's where we are. This could be a part two of exploitation of ignorance. So let's get busy doing some joint rolling first. No matter if you're in a wheelchair or not, you still roll some joints. And then we're going to come up uh, to the studio and talk about the root cause of uterine cancer and how to be more creative with your hair. And we're going to look into um, why are you women, why are women, more women being diagnosed with uterine cancer? I'm, I'm here to help you prevent it because I know how to prevent things. Health, taking charge of your health means you prevent a lot of these diseases and, and suffering. So here, let's put on some good music, Time for Healing by the Sounds of Blackness, and start rolling this head around and get all the way to the ankles because that's Oh, 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 oh,
try and keep the sun out a little bit and we want to rub those hands together let's finish off by rubbing the hands together putting them on the back of the neck squeezing and stimulating that vagus nerve that vagus nerve is the pathway to the rest of the body all the vagus nerve points go to the body it's especially to your microbiome, your gut, and that's where your army is. We are in boot camp for peace. So your army is ah, in your gut. All right, let's just pat down our arms. Wake up the skin. The skin is the largest external organ in your bo- on your body. Want to wake that up, both arms, pat both arms down. Wake up that flab, wake up that those muscles. Get to your uh, thymus gland. Give your thymus gland a pat right here in the middle of your chest. That's your immune system booster. And then don't forget your breath. Squeeze the breath. Massage the breath. Give them a little pat, love pat. Go down to your navel area. That's where your microbiome is. Make sure you give that a little massage. And then last but not least, get those kidneys and adrenal glands massaged. Give your, thank your kidneys and your adrenal glands right here. This is where your kidneys and adrenal glands, they produce a lot of hormones to keep us in balance. It's all about balance. All right, we are ready now. Hope that was fun, fun, fun for you. Now we're gonna, I'm gonna go back to my studio. Let you see a little bit of my, my feeling. Where I'm growing plants everywhere. Plants are growing everywhere. And we're back in the studio. Oh, dear. Good. I don't have any sun in my face. It's just on my dad, my ancestor there. So welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining. This is a very important show this morning. 
because women are being are suffering, women are being diagnosed, women are suing corporations because they use hair relaxers and um they now feel they can get some compensation for making that decision. So my question is who's to blame here? This study, um, and by the way, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I like to say it's Breast Health Awareness Month. So we might um, throw in a little information about the breast this morning, but it's all related. In fact, this study that was done uh, by the National Institute of Health, let me see if I can bring that up for you, uh, is where this uh, uterine cancer risk discussion kind of begins. And I'm going to try and bring that up in the meantime. Uh, let's see. So you can, I can read some of it with you. Okay. Here we go. StreamYard. Let's see. Okay. Uh, so this is the article. If you want more information on this topic, it's the uh, national, let me see if I can enlarge it. No. Okay. Okay, hair straightening chemicals associated with higher uterine cancer risk. The NIH study finds black women may, have be, may be more affected due to higher use. Okay, so let me just go over a little bit of this article, and this will explain why women are have a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit some, in many places. And attorneys are advertising all over social media to invite you. And it's not just black women. Any woman who has extremely curly hair has probably used a relaxer, hair relaxer. And now... Uh, the consequences of making that choice are they are saying they're trying to connect uterine cancer to the hair relaxer use. And I have a few objections to that uh, because it's all about blame, blame, blame. You know how we are. We want to blame someone for our own choices. But here's the study, which is pretty extensive. It includes 33,000 women, 35 to 74 years of age, participated in what's called a sister study. It was a study led by the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences uh, that seeks to identify risk factors for breast cancer and other health conditions. So this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So here was a study to identify, quote, risk factors. That's the key uh, words there, risk factors. Okay, so we're going to be talking about risk factors. There is no uh, evidence that there was actual chemicals in the tissue of the breast or um, tissues in the uterus. There, I could find nothing that stated this is what we found in the tissues of these women. So that what they're trying to establish is a connection to risk factors if you use hair relaxers that include chemicals like paraben, bisphenol A, metals, and guess what, formaldehyde. Yeah, all of that was in some of these hair relaxers that women were just 
asking their hairdressers to apply so that what? They could get rid of the cosmic curls. No cosmic curls. They're too hard to manage, too much work. So the researchers found that women who reported frequent use of hair straightening products defined as more than four times in previous year, were more than twice as likely to go on to develop uterine cancer compared to those who did not use the product. They estimated that 1.64% of women who never used hair straight would go on to develop uterine cancer by the age of 70. But the frequent users, that risk goes up to 4.5%. Which seems really low, said Alexander, Ph.D. Now, uterine cancer accounts for about 3% of all new cancer cases, but is the most common cancer of the female reproductive system, with 65,000 estimated new cases in 2022. 65,000 new cases of female reproductive in 2022. I, I'm going to tell you why that numbers are so high and it has nothing to do with hair straighteners, okay? Studies show that incidence rates of uterine have been rising in the United States, particularly among black women. So this is a long article. Uh, because black women use hair straightening or relaxer products more frequently and tend to initiate use at earlier ages than other races and ethnicities, these findings may be even more relevant for them, said Chi Jung Chang an author of the new study and research fellow in the epidemiology. So the researchers did not collect information on brands or ingredients in the hair products that women use. However, in the paper, they note that several chemicals that have been found in straighteners, such as parabens, bisphenol A, metals, and formaldehyde, could be, could be now, they have no definite, but could be contributing to the increased uterine cancer risk observed. Chemical exposure from hair product use, especially straighteners, could be more concerning than other personal care products due to increased absorption through the scalp, which may be exacerbated by burns and lesions caused by straighteners. Oh my goodness, I love these words that they're lesions caused by straighteners. So I'm not going to go any further with that article, but suffice it to say, uh, we have a problem with women overusing hair straighteners over the years. Now, I want to start with a little history here for you, for all of you who may not be familiar with these two items. Let me get rid of this item here. Okay. These items are my history a pressing comb, and a curling iron. See this? This is my history. And this, these uh, tools are actually probably over 70 years old because they belonged to my mother. My mother was a beautician. She went to the Madam C.J. Walker School of Beauty, and these are the tools they were trained to use to straighten these cosmic curls here, you know? So I'm grateful, 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 and I, I just could not get rid of these tools that my mother owned and that were the cause of much pain and suffering <laughs> in my youth and not so much pain and suffering because these tools gave young black girls and women 
the straighter hair look that they desired because we did not want to be walking around with nappy hair for a while. Okay, so I just wanted to show you a little history here with the pressing comb. Here it is. Nice little creative work. I, I must say creative. I, I don't think Madam C.J. Walker created this pressing comb. And here's the curling iron. My mother was a very proficient of using this, put it on a fire or a hot plate. And she had three girls, so my mother stayed busy in the curling and pressing hair, okay? So that was the safer way, safer way to get rid of the cosmic curls, which I'm demonstrating today. I love my cosmic curls now. I'm not putting any chemicals on here, at least a minimum amount to bring stretch out the curls. Because My mother's side of the family were Native American, Mongolian-like, because they had lighter skin and straighter hair. My father, on the other hand, this guy back here, pure African hair, tight curls, <clears throat> tight, tight curls, African hair. So I have a mixture of my mother's Mongolian, uh, Native American, straighter hair, and a mixture of my dad's mm, tight curls. My, my older sister has really tight curls now. She's in her 70s now, and she really has tight curls. So she, most of the time, she's at a place, she had locks for a long time, and that's what many women do to get rid of, to manage, let's say manage the cosmic curls. Locks are the solution of the day for many women, and uh, of the day years ago. Nowadays, it's wigs and extension braids. We, many women just love to have that long hair. I'm done with that. I had the locks. I had the pressed hair. I, had, I didn't have any wigs, uh, but I had the locks and pressed hair for years. And then in the 70s, we were freed. Angela Davis came in with her afro, and we were all in competition with, to be like Angela Davis. The, curve, the afros came out, freedom, freedom came, and then we went back to, well, this is too much work, and, and the corporate doesn't appreciate this, doesn't approve of it. It's been a long history with hair cosmic curl management, you know? So today we're going to help you understand the uterine Cancer connection, which is very little, uh, and which has to do with hair, has more to do with emotions and psyche and relationships. I'm going to show you how this whole uterine cancer uh, hair relaxer connection is not what they're saying it is. We got to go deeper if we want to prevent it. Because some of these women might get a big check from some of these uh, hair relaxer companies. And they're going to get cancer again because they're not looking at the root cause. But we are at time for a break. So when we come back, if you have any questions or comments, please press 1 in the studio or uh, comment on Facebook and YouTube. We're in YouTube land, Beato's Tiny House Village. We want to get to the root of this because I'm telling you, if 32,000 women uh, are they're being diagnosed with uterine cancer, just getting a check from your favorite hair relaxer company is not going to eliminate the cancer, okay? Uh, we want to get to the truth today. And we are continuing our campaign of boot camp for peace. 
it starts within. A lot of women have been at war within, starting with the head, you know. I'm at war with these cosmic curls. That's what's been happening. And I'm at war with my husband, my friend, whatever. Too many wars going on in the past, what, 100 years? And they're continuing in another place, but they're still going on in here. And I want to help you come to peace in your body with all the wars that you've been experiencing. So let's go to a break, and then we'll come back and talk about this. We need to talk about all the conflict going on inside of us that's creating uterine cancer, prostate cancer, and the hair relaxers. That's not the biggest part of it, okay? We'll be right back. So to hang in there and um, – with if you have any questions again. Otherwise, I have some great audios that I want to play, a doctor who breaks this down really well. But let's go to a break. Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, Go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? 
Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to speak. This morning, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. This is a very important topic for both men and women. Because if you have girls in your life with extremely curly hair, cosmic curls, I'm donning my cosmic curls this morning because I love them and I'm learning to create with them. Because men and women, we need to teach this younger generation how to avoid uh, any cancer, but especially how to love yourself. Fly. First, love yourself. That's what's at the root of this uterine cancer, hair relaxer issue. Who's to blame? Nah, you decide for yourself. Is it the corporation that puts out products because there's a demand for it? Or is it uh, the women who make choices in, and they get exploited, as I talked about on Sunday, because of the ignorance? That we don't read labels, for one. We don't bother to go and uh, and read the 25 ingredients in a product and ask ourselves, could this possibly harm me in any way, shape, or form? So uh, we want to get to the root of it. And first of all, let me just say, mention Louise Hayes' book, Heal Your Body, a uh, metaphysical uh, way to overcome things. And cancer, for to start, just to start, what is cancer in the Louise Hay Wisdom book? She says, cancer is deep hurt, long-standing resentment, deep secret or grief, eating away at the self, carrying hatred. What's the use? Okay, that's just Louise Hay. I quote her all the time because I have found it 100% to be relevant to the customers, clients I work with. Every time I would read, oh, well, yeah, maybe. Okay, so then another book I want to introduce you to is um, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die by Carol Truman. This is another book I've worn out from the truth in here. Her analysis of uterine cancer in here, she actually has uterine cancer among all the other diagnoses in here. Her, her belief about uterine cancer is this, being ticked off at the male gender. Wow, that could never happen with black women. Repressed anger. Well, let me think about that. Feeling like a martyr. Oh, boy. And the uterus, she says, has to do with unresolved feelings towards mother. Hmm, that's interesting. Unresolved is the key. Got to resolve these uh, feelings of unforgiveness. And then negative feelings toward creative aspect of life. And that word creative is key, key, key to the prevention aspect. Because in Louise Hayes' book about the uterus, she states that the uterus represents the home of creativity. So as we get into uh, hair 
and cosmic curls and why, why, why we had this need to straighten these cosmic curls. There are several reasons having to do with self-esteem, society, uh, job, you, you name it. There's probably 20, 30 reasons why women uh, want to relax their hair over the years. This woman in this advertisement that kept coming up on, on uh, Facebook, she was eight years old when her mother, it wasn't her, it was her mama, her mama started relaxing her hair. Why? Mama's a single parent. She can't handle the hair. There's no time for messing with curly cosmic curls. Hair relaxer. Hair relaxer comes in. Yep, that's what we're going to do for you. And she's 28 years old when she uh, was diagnosed with uterine cancer and uh, hysterectomy. And then she's, oh, I will never have children because they had the hysterectomy. That's all ignorance. I'm, I'm sorry, people, to burst your bubble, but to hear a story like that, eight years old, her mother was ignorant, first of all, about the chemicals. Eight, 20 years later, complete hysterectomy, and she's crying now. She can't have children. That's the exploitation of ignorance. That's why we're here. we got to learn more and more about the corporate uh, plan, intention, and all that. Now, I want to play one audio, and then I'm going to get to your calls. I'll be right there with your call. But this one doctor really does a great job of breaking down uh, what this is really all about. So I want to play him first. And, um, well, let me play the shorter one because we do have a caller because that's the longer one. And I'll play him later because he's a doctor, and he says, can relaxers cause uterine cancer? But Uterine, uterine expert answers. Uh, let's see, that's my shortest one for us on uterine cancer. Endometrial cancer is a type of uterine cancer. It is by far the most common gynecologic cancer in the United States, with about 65,000 new cases of endometrial cancer every year. And this number is rising rapidly. Many of these cancers are now diagnosed in young women who have not had children yet. What is uterine cancer? Uterine or endometrial cancer is a cancer from the inside lining of the uterus. This inside lining is called endometrium. The endometrium is the source of bleeding during normal menstruation. When endometrial cancer develops, patients experience irregular or abnormal vaginal bleeding. Any bleeding in menopause requires a careful examination of the uterus by an expert since it might indicate the presence of an endometrial cancer. There are several types of endometrial cancer. The most common type is called endometrioid carcinoma. It is typically related to hormones and in general has a good prognosis when treated correctly. Other less frequent types of endometrial cancer include clear cell, or serous carcinoma of the endometrium. The uterus can also develop a so-called sarcoma, which is another type of uterine cancer. Sarcomas do not originate from the lining of the uterus, but rather from the muscle tissue in the uterine wall. Who is at risk? The highest rate of endometrial cancer is diagnosed in women between 60 and 70 years of age. We know about a number of factors that can increase the risk to develop endometrial cancer, including obesity, 
diabetes, and high blood pressure or hypertension. We also know that hormonal imbalances can cause growth of the endometrium and cancer. Estrogen, for example, is a hormone that is mainly produced by the ovaries, but also by fat tissue throughout the body. Estrogen is involved in the development of the breast and gynecological organs. Under some circumstances, the body has too much estrogen, which can increase the risk of developing endometrial cancer. Some patients, for example, take hormones in menopause, which in general is safe when done correctly, but if there's too much estrogen intake, that can cause endometrial cancer. Finally, some women are born with mutations in their DNA or certain genes that can greatly increase the risk. Women with so-called Lynch syndrome, for example, have such gene mutations and have a risk of endometrial cancer development of up to 60% in their lifetime. These genes are also associated with cancers of the ovary and the colon. How do we screen for uterine cancer? There's no recommended screening for endometrial cancer, at least not in the general population. For women who have genetic mutations and are therefore at higher risk, screening with endometrial biopsies every one to two years is recommended. In addition, these patients are counseled in regards to surgical removal of the uterus, fallopian tubes, and ovaries prior to the development of endometrial or ovarian cancer. Genetic testing allows the identification of these women at risk and is a very effective way to reduce your risk if you have family members with cancer or Lynch syndrome. How do we treat uterine cancer? The standard treatment for endometrial cancer is surgery, which removes the uterus, ovaries, fallopian tubes, and the lymph nodes nearby the uterus. The surgery serves two purposes. First, it removes all cancerous tissues, and second, it provides important information about possible spread of the cancer to other organs. Fortunately, most endometrial cancers are diagnosed at early stages since patients present with vaginal bleeding as an early symptom of the disease. Any woman with abnormal vaginal bleeding, for example, bleeding in menopause, need to undergo an endometrial biopsy, which is very accurate to diagnose endometrial cancer. Some patients might need additional treatment after surgery, which could involve chemotherapy, radiation therapy, or at times both. After completion of all treatments, patients are followed closely with public exams every three months for two years and afterwards every six months or annually. The close follow-up is meant to ensure that any possible recurrence of cancer is discovered early and therefore can be treated successfully. What is on the horizon for endometrial cancer? We have made significant progress in the treatment of endometrial cancer. Immunotherapy, for example, is very effective and has provided many patients with advanced disease with better outcomes. Many other therapies are under development that have already shown promising results. So, in summary, endometrial cancers are usually diagnosed at early stages, and cure rates are therefore high with over 90%. Okay. Some types of uterine cancer...
medical uh, medical information. I would call that misinformation, but whatever. That's your traditional medical perspective on uterine cancer. There are no screenings, he said, for uterine cancer. So, uh, and then the treatment, guess what the traditional treatment is? Cut, burn, surgery. Cut, burn, poison. We're going to either give you chemotherapy, radiation, uh, we're going to burn you or poison you with, uh, or we just snuff it out, cut everything out. That's the tradition. Do you want this as a choice for your, if you, so let me give you the best, first of all, number one, prevention. Ask yourself, has, do you have any unresolved feelings toward your mother? That's number one, because let's go to childhood. And according to uh, our book, Feelings Bear to Life, have you been ticked off at a male gender? You feeling a little anger there towards your husband, your, your father? How about this one? Very sensitive is rape, sexual abuse. I'm betting, I don't know for sure, this is my bet, that a lot of women with uterine cancer have been raped and they haven't found peace with it. That's why we're promoting boot camp for peace. You got to have boot camp for peace for every, just about everything. We are at war with ourselves first and foremost. And then repressed anger. Anybody out there repressed their anger over the 20 years that she was using her hair relaxer? But then we want to blame the hair relaxer. Really? Who's to blame? That's the question I'm asking. Who's really to blame when you look at the metaphysical and the emotional and the psyche aspect of who you are, this multidimensional being. The hair, we always want to point outside, out of us, outward. It's their fault. It's their fault. That's the action of a narcissist, someone with a huge ego. It's their fault. And then we don't want to take any responsibility. That's what's happening with part of this. We're going to go into more. But uterine cancer, let's take a second look. Let's take a look at this. Now, I'm going to open up the mic. Now, we've got a caller, uh, 706-202. That's my brother, Kwame Sunhorse. How are you today? I am very grateful on a rainy day in Georgia, sitting here yes. in the stolen land of Muscogee Creek Nation. You know, it, it's an excellent topic chosen because we have to look at more than just the chemical that's causing it. And in his clip, he said hypertension. Tension is a, a very important part of that happening because the woman's, all of her nerve endings in, in, her, in her reproductive area. And that tension, along with, you know, other chemical imbalances, but also, too, we have to look at something. There is a study done by uh, Dr. Leslie, you can look up, the decline of male sperm count. And the thing that they have proven since the 40s till now is that males have depleted by biological foods and the things that they used to have 140 million sperm per milliliter now it's down to almost 40, even to where it's even lesser because the chemical and the prostate that is being damaged by by the man, secretion of that into a woman 
in in relationship that lays over inside of her body. She carries. This is why they say, you know, women carry more so men's energy than so men carrying a woman's energy, because if he's not covered and he releases, that energy is left in her body. And what is his energy been? What as the 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 chemical makeup of his semen and that has a lot of effect on a woman. And the other part too is we talk about evolution. Have you ever heard of involution? Yes. Involution yes. is what women do when after their childbirth and the secretion of all that it took was that child was growing in her womb. And that's a part that we have to look at because looking at the placenta and the things that, that occur with that. And then now we're looking at the technology and that we have that a woman will sit with her laptop on her lap or she carries her phone in her back pocket. A man carries his on his belt buckle. I mean, belt. And so we're looking at all of these ways of infection, but we have to look at going back to the sixties and looking at what were the role models that, that women were looked at and seeing to have straight hair was always, it was always the white model. I want to have straight hair like her. I want to look like her. And these are the, the, the designs that we had for the mind to be infected to thinking that natural is unnatural. Natural is unnatural, and we chose to do even the men, because what did the men do? We had processes, lie and lard, and you burned your, your, your hair to, to the point to where you, you burned up your scalp. So that infected males. And then you have to understand that the, the, the head has what's called magnetite, and it's magnetic, and the hair is rooted into the brain, so it's going to be transmitted through the body. So we're looking at these chemical wars that we were doing to change our hair because we did not appreciate the nine ether, the antennas that was given to us by the creator. Thank you, uh, Kwame. And do you know the guy, a man was, the, a man created the first hair relaxer. There was a black man. Um, I can't think of his name, but I'll get it. But very important uh, that we recognize uh, the choices that we made and then that hair relaxer made the first hair relaxer. His name is Garrett Morgan. And he also um, uh, invented, I think, the stop sign. Or no, Garrett he invented Morgan. the traffic light. Traffic light. Traffic light. First, the hair relaxer was invented by Garrett Morgan in the early 20th century, so that's 1900-something, who was an African-American man who invented the relaxer as a way to straighten his own hair, which was naturally kinky and curly. They, say they have to add that in. Okay, so a man started the movement of this snappy, kinky hair has to go, okay? And it was always about uh, impressing or making an impression or um, being like everyone else in this society, or being like the white, the European man and woman in the society, right? 
So we were competing. Instead of being creative, which a lot of women are doing nowadays with their natural hair, they're being creative. The black Africans have always been creative. They didn't have a choice. But now Africans are even using hair relaxers and wigs. Uh, they are, they're not wearing their colorful uh, cloth as much as they are just putting on the wigs and the, and the hair relaxers. But you brought up a good point, um, the high blood pressure. That was that what he mentioned, diabetes, hypertension, and obesity. That's what we learned in the last three years is called comorbidities. Comorbidities were seen as the major symptoms of people who died of, quote, the coronavirus, right? I was like, comorbidity, what's that? Look up comorbidities, high blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity. Those were the three main uh, descriptions that we saw were causing the death of people who were in fear, really, about the virus. So isn't it interesting that this doctor is talking about uterine cancer and what are the symptoms and descriptions and most uh, obvious physical imbalances, diabetes, hypertension, and obesity. But no, we're going to go to court and blame the hair relaxer company. And who's to blame, really? That's the question we're asking. Who's to blame? How many of us can just take self-responsibility and say the choices we made caused a lot of suffering in our bodies? In fact, I would say the choices that human beings make is causing war. War in the Middle East, in our bodies. We are creating these wars, I'm my opinion, by our choices that we're making. Go back to the doll test that they used in, in Brown versus the Board of Education and proving that they used the doll test. Which which doll would little girls pick when they were given the choice of picking a doll? She would choose a white doll because she saw white as beauty and black as, as ugly. And the way in which you wear your hair, because all of the top models and beauty queens until lately of this century, I mean this era of 2000s, did we see the majority of Miss Universe, Miss USA, all of those people had long, straight hair, flowing hair. And what do we look at images, even black males, first pornography or things that they seen that, that stimulated them were white women with straight hair. They did not want a woman with a natural. More so, they wanted that image of the white woman to be carried by the black woman. And and Hollywood, of course, Hollywood played a major role. But let me tell you about the movie Barbie. I watched the movie Barbie with my son and my two grandchildren. Why? Because my son's girlfriend is doing a Barbie theme for ha- for Halloween. Don't ask me what my opinion is of that insanity. But so he said, I got to watch the Barbie movie because I'm supposed to be Ken in this birthday, in this Halloween. Uh, you know, by the way, they make more money. Uh, this realtor, realtor retailer says he makes more money on ha- during Halloween that for that he makes for the whole year. Just to give you a a, a, a sign of the craziness. Anyway, I watched the movie Barbie, 
it was so entertaining because that was my childhood. How many of us baby boomer went girls were playing with Barbie dolls? I know I hear, I'm admit self-responsibility. I was playing with Barbie dolls. My, my sister and I, I tell people this story. We were so creative with Barbie dolls that we would take a piece of tissue and put some Makira comb on it and tape it to Barbie's uh, uh, private area and pretend like she was on her period. That's how creative we were. So I, I just admit my, my uh, crazy uh, habits, behavior, creativity. So that movie was funny to me and entertaining only because that was baby boomer history. We were, and now, and you, over the years, Barbie doll advanced into pregnant Barbie doll. They even started bringing in darker skin Barbie dolls, but they really didn't match the hair at all. The, the hair was always kind of loosey curls. They didn't have any afros uh, that I'm aware of with Barbie dolls. So, but that was the inf- major influence of, that Kwame's bringing up about what were our models back then. And even um, the, the, the star, movie stars like Sidney Poitier, of course, he had his afro. But the women, in the black women in Hollywood movies back in the 60s did not have afros for the most part. Their hair was straightened by probably the good old pressing comb here. So we are reflecting now. Uterine cancer thing is a blessing, in my opinion, because it can cause us to reflect on the choices we made in ignorance that were exploited for the benefit of who? Corporations. Who is running the United States of America? This is a corporatocracy. So this uterine cancer thing, in my opinion, is a wake-up call, big, big wake-up call, not to run to a courtroom unless you just, that's your mind, go ahead, do it, no shame, whatever. Ben Crump, I think his name is, he's always ready to, to promote the victims. Yeah, I think it's Crump, yeah. And his, this other woman, Jenny Mitchell, they're both waiting for you to go in the court with them so they can fight for your rights as a, as a citizen uh, to demand money from corporations who provided a product based on the demand. It was a big demand. Black women were, let me, please help me do something that is kinky, cosmic curls. Help me, help me. We were crying. Not we. I didn't use hair relaxers back in the day. Uh, but um, we were women, and even um, Hispanic women, same thing. Any woman with extremely curly hair was crying for hair relaxers that could help them manage their time better, manage this, these curls better. All the reasons that we were exploited because of our ignorance, because of our, our lack of discipline, our lack of, uh, of um, wisdom, all those things. Who's to blame? Think about who is to blame. We've got to take another commercial break. When we come back, I want to share with you the German New Medicine uh, wisdom of uterine cancer. It's huge for us to go deep in this and understand our creator's purpose for everything and for all women to come out and support each other in this journey to love ourselves and to stop the war. Boot camp, 
for Peace continues after this break. I'm Beata, your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com and I'm Viato. Oh, man. God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. Tune in to Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn you into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Sofa Solutions. And call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. Right. Thank you for joining me this morning. We're back with uterine cancer or hair relaxers. Who's to blame? Who's to blame? We love to play the blame, blame game. And that's what these attorneys and these law offices are capitalizing on. Exploiting like crazy. They want to make some money off this. And you probably want to make some money too if you have uterine cancer and you've been using hair relaxers. It just makes sense, right? Uh, not necessarily. Who's to blame? And we want to just remind you um, that the wisdom behind all of this is really about 
comorbidities. Comorbidities, as was explained uh, in the last audio, um, where diabetes, uh, hypertension, and obesity are causing the body to be out of balance. And then all these chemicals in these hair relaxers, paraben, bisphenol A, metals, formaldehyde, and probably a bunch you can't even uh, uh, pronounce. I use, I've been using this product called Curl Mix for my hair. That's what uh, stretched out my curls uh, this morning. And I looked at all the ingredients, and I'm like, I don't even know what some of these are. But it's promoted as a, you know, better product. But I want to introduce you to Dr. Uh, what's his name? Ben Hassin. This guy, to me, brings a very balanced perspective on the whole thing. And I want you to hear what he, how he brings the chemical relaxer thing and the uterine uh, cancer together to help us understand and understand what's going on. And then after you hear from him, I want to show here, show you German new medicine. So um, let me go. Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah. So the main, the main points that we, we want to bring in, though, are the fact that these, these tests that they've been, this, this study that they did for breast cancer, remember, this is all about the, the test that revealed this connection possibly to hair relaxers was first uh, started, this research project was started because they wanted to find out about breast cancer. There is a connection. Yes, there's a connection because hormones, the key, what they started to discover was the hormone connection, the estrogen and the progesterone and all the other hormones that are, are messaging throughout the body are affected by these chemicals. There hasn't been one direct connection to uterine cancer and hair relaxers. What they say is um, a possible link. The jury is still out. Most other widespread uh, chemicals. So they haven't made a definite connection but they are saying there's a link. Well, all you have to do is study the human body to understand, understand the link between hormones and chemicals and how cancer develops from emotional pH imbalance. Emotions like anger, repressing about men, even uh, sexual abuse can trigger cancer in the body because your cells go out of balance. So here's a actually an offshoot of the, uh, a study that's sponsored by the National Institute of Health, the NIH, called uh, the Sister Study. It enrolled about 33,000 uh, women identifying individuals and followed them for a span of about 11 years. And uh, through those 11 years, they uh, documented the medical visits that these patients had, documented um, a bunch of different products they used, documented a bunch of chemicals they were exposed to, basically followed the lives of these women for over a decade and tried to create a, a really good record of medical illnesses that these women developed over time and the sister study specifically looked at breast cancer. It was a breast, mostly breast cancer related research, but they took so much 
data, like anything that could be linked to uh, future health problems, they took that data. And uh, luckily, uh, one of that was uh, monitoring uterine cancer among these women and the use of chemical relaxers. So what were the results after they followed these women for more than a decade? Well, they saw that about 378 women were diagnosed with uterine cancer at near the end of when they stopped their analysis. And among those uh, that were diagnosed with uterine cancer, uh, the women that used uh, hair straighteners, these chemical hair straighteners, uh, for more than four times a year uh, had the highest risk, more than twice as much risk of developing uterine cancer than those who did not. And I want to show you this uh, chart that I found in this study that was published that really shows you a graphical representation of how much risk you have when you um, use more uh, chemical reactors, uh, chemical relaxers throughout the year. So looking at this chart, you see some of the stark differences between those who never ever use any form of chemical hair straightener versus people that do. So um, this study uses something called a hazard ratio. It's used a lot in cancer research to measure risk between a, a population that's exposed to something versus a population that's not exposed to something. It's just used as a comparison. So usually the ones that's not exposed to something, they have the hazard ratio of one, and every number greater than the hazard ratio of one means it's an increased risk. So you saw, uh, so you see if like, if someone ever uses a, a chemical relaxer, even if it's just once, or maybe every now and then, their risk still increases in the results of this study. And as you get to using chemical reactors, relaxers for more than four times a year, that's a 2.55 increase from 1.0. That's double, more than double risk of developing uterine cancer. It is a very, very alarming number. And of course, some people are going to say, well, what about the value before that? Uh, less than or equal to four times. Um, there is some limitations of the study, like I mentioned before, is that because of how they gathered this data and because it was such large data sets, they weren't able to get as much comprehensive information. But when it has a value of more than four times, there are subsets of people that may use it four times a year, subsets of people that may use them seven times a year, subsets of people that use it more than 10 times a year. So those numbers are not being allocated into uh, their own individual graphs, they're just being lumped into more than four times a year. And that's when it gets concerning because any person that's using it for more than four times a year is showing an increased risk compared to people who don't use it more than four times a year. And now you might be thinking, wow, those are really, really scary uh, risk numbers, Ben. And yeah, it is. And when we delve more deeper into who is being affected by uterine cancer by using chemical relaxers, we see that mostly it's black and brown women. Around 60% of the women who reported using the hair straightening products were black identifying individuals. So they, 60% of the people that reported using any form of chemical react, relaxer that was included in the study identified as black. Now, when it comes to uh, other forms of uh, chemical hair products like bleach, hair dyes, um, perms, and those other types of, pro of products, the researchers didn't find associations with uterine cancer, but I'm going to put a big asterisk. These chemical products have been linked to other forms of cancer and other forms of illnesses over time. So I highly recommend that you look into that, but it's beyond the scope of this video. When my friends who are not in the medical field found out about this, they were asking me, why did it take them this long to even study uterine cancer risk when it comes to 
chemical relaxers. And part of it has to do with social determinants of health and how we don't have enough funding on looking at how the intersections of being a marginalized group um, can affect your health over time. And in addition to that, studies have shown that chemical relaxers have significant impact on your health beyond just increasing your risk for uterine cancer. Um, in addition to that, other studies in the past have showed that it might increase your, uh, you, it might lower your sex steroid hormones, it might elevate the risk of developing fibroids, which causes painful bleeding in between your menses, your menstrual periods. Use of uh, chemical relaxers have also been shown to cause early menstrual periods among children and uh, breast cancer and ovarian cancer. So there's a lot of things these chemical relaxers have an association to. Looking at all of this data from a clinician, a clinician lens who also looks at how some of this affects our patients who are often mistreated by the medical system is that most people that use relaxed chemical hair straightening products are black and brown individuals who are trying to meet some form of American standard of professionalism to fit into this really this really ignorant idea of what it means to be professional in the workplace and if you are not able to straighten your hair you're going to get dinged by your workplace professionals i am that i am very very much a critic of uh western professionalism in the workplace uh, you can see my video on that i think it's an extension of racism and how it keeps people who are black and brown from getting jobs but uh it's one of those reasons why people are pressured to use chemical re relaxers to straighten their hair to fit this western standard standard of professionalism and beauty uh in addition to that as a clinician what i'm most worried about is the fact that if there is such an elevated increased risk among black and brown women who use chemical relaxers from, for more than four times a year, we don't actually have a screening test for uterine cancer. The thing is that we have screening tests for breast cancer like the mammogram, we have screening tests for cervical cancer like your pap smears and your HPV uh, DNA testing, but we don't have any early preventative test to detect uterine cancer before it develops into uterine cancer. So most people who are diagnosed with uterine cancer are diagnosed after they start exhibiting symptoms, which means they're later on in the stage. It's not on the benign phase, it is cancer and it must be treated. I don't know, all of that is so alarming to me and it makes me so mad for how often chemicals are promoted uh, to certain groups to push a narrative that ends up harming them in the long run. Another thing I really want to emphasize in this, um, in this study that I feel like a lot of these news articles are not covering is that they also looked at physical activity and if it's a protective factor. They looked at not just physical activity, but they also looked at BMI, which is... Um, stereotypically associated with weight, but they looked at those two factors and they tried to see if it increased or decreased the risk along with using hair uh, relaxers with its association with uterine cancer. And surprisingly, the results were very, very interesting. If you see this chart, there is no association between BMI, a person's weight, to uh, whether or not they're more likely to develop uterine cancer. 
which I think is great because so so often there is a bias that someone's increased weight can lead to this, this, and that issue. But here we don't see that. But something that I did see that I thought was very, very cool was, and interesting is that there was a stronger association with um, uh, hair straightener use and low physical activity to uterine cancer. So people who were using these chemical relaxers and not going out and exercising had a much higher risk. It can be explained by the uh, chronic inflammation theory, which that uh, when someone uh, exercises, it actually lowers the inflammatory state that most of us are in when we are in a low physical activity state. And cancer is a pro-inflammatory state. So if you're exercising, it constantly keeps you in a low inflammatory state, which is super cool. I think this is also another avenue that we should uh, check out in future studies. One thing I really want to do near the end of this video is to amplify the voices of black and brown women who are affected by the results of the study and get their thoughts on how they are feeling and because I am a brown man I don't know about the lived experiences I don't use chemical relaxers and I want to amplify their voices so here are some things that I've seen some uh, black and brown people who have used chemical re relaxers say about the results of the study starting off Dr. Uche Blackstock writes a new study out yesterday is the first to suggest an association between uterine cancer and chemical hair straighteners using hair straighteners doubled the risk of developing uterine cancer by the age of 70. Although the increased risk was seen among women of all racial and ethnic backgrounds, black women may be more at risk since they were disproportionately more likely to use hair straighteners. Although I've worn my hair natural for most of my life, many black women know very well the societal pressure to straighten and chemically alter our hair. We are bombarded with Eurocentric standards of beauty. We are told our own Afro-textured hair is unprofessional and unkempt. We are even discriminated against because of our hair, hence the reason for the Crown Act in California. But this study is particularly upsetting because we might be actually risking our lives to look socially acceptable or to keep our jobs. Diane Morales says, Getting a relaxer for those with pelo malo was a rite of passage in my house. I got my first one before sixth grade and was 31 years old before I rejected that ritual and embraced my natural hair. Besides the toxicity of Latino anti-blackness, now there's this. And lastly, Dr. Crystal Rogers says, Up in the middle of the night, thinking about this again, did you know that there are no screening methods for uterine cancer? So early, asymptomatic discovery is unlikely. How many black women have died or will because society tells us that our natural hair is unacceptable? I want to end this video by saying that the results of the study is very, very alarming, but I hope that some good will come from this study, even though many people will be affected. And now that we know many people have been affected by the use of chemical relaxers. But I hope this is encouragement to everyone who know, who use relaxers or who know people who use relaxers to engage in discussion, engage in um, where do we go from here? What other studies should we do? How we prevent uterine cancer? And we should create a screening method for detecting uterine cancer, also ovarian cancer, side note. But there, I don't want it to be like a doom and gloom situation. I think with studies like this that are very alarming, we can make positive impact happen and we have to work together. We have to listen to the voices of black and brown people who are affected by this and uh, follow their lead. And I hope that uh, we as a society continue to make improvements in healthcare 
as we find more and more about things that harm us. Anyways, I hope this video was informational. I hope you learned something from this video. I hope um, you'll share this information. Now, that guy is my kind of doctor. He obviously has a heart to get to the root of things, get to the matter, and, and share, as he said, he wanted to share other women's perspective on it and viewpoint. He's a brown man who's concerned about beautiful, beautiful souls. I loved him. That's why I wanted to share him with you. And as he mentioned, uh, they want to get more screening. I'm telling you what the screening is. Check your emotions. Check your deeply rooted hurts. This is the screening we have to use. Instead of depending on the medical system, this is my opinion, and do your homework, the, the female solution, all of the hosts on the female solution are dedicated to bring you uh, education, information, and enlightening things to help you screen for these types of diseases. And for one, Zelda, our Monday morning host, is on Facebook watching us and says, Grand Rising Beautiful Queen Teacher, powerful reasons to look inside ourselves. This requires self-work and reflection. And Zelda shares that every Monday morning, breathing work. Uh, our, all our hosts are dedicated to bringing you uh, conscious raising information. Zelda also says, and you wonder why women are sometimes called crazy in the B word. If, you chem if your chemicals floating in your brain from relaxers for decades, generations, you would be off balance too. I also, uh, at this point, you know, Kwame shared with me uh, something about heart math. I encourage all of you to look into heart math because this system that will create tumors in your uterus, tumors in your brain even. You get lesions in your brain every time you have a trauma. That's German new medicine. So this system, it starts with the heart. I mean, physically as well as emotionally, spiritually, the heart. What are you holding on to? What type of unforgiveness are you holding on to? So we want to hear your comments uh, about what you're hearing today, especially women. Are you holding on to deep hurts from men in your life, mother, father? This is the screening for uterine cancer. This is the screening for breast cancer. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Breast Health Awareness Month. And we want all of you to feel free to share today, if you can, what kind of deep hurts are you been hold? Have you been holding on to? Otherwise, uh, when the cancer, when the doctor says you have cancer, it will show to you that you haven't been paying attention to the inside symptoms of your body, pain, inflammation that have been telling you you're off balance with your emotions. Let me go to the phone. Someone press one three one two eight eight two. Your mic is open. Welcome. Wayoran Yashalom, Grand Rising, Dr. V, and Aslam Alaikum to uh, Chicago, America, and the world. This is Brother Minister Plump uh, in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, you are Welcome. right on time. Well, thank you. You are right on time, as always. Thank God for you, Dr. V, and our health is our wealth. Uh, also, 
you know, education is uh, a way of life, and uh, information is the key to success, and you all are the best. I commend uh, the female solution because uh, you all are really a part of uh, life. You all are expressing and giving and helping life. You know, man is over matter at all times, and a man is a terrible thing to waste. Uh, and, you know, I also like to mention, you know, for us in doing a collaboration with Plump, which is Peace, Love, Unity, Marketing People, and we have started uh, as a result of the Million Man March, a Plump Million Man March celebration with the Chicago Mayor, Harold Lee Washington, and we started that last Monday. October the 16th, 2023, and it's forever. And I like to do a special collaboration for everyone uh, to uh, go to PlumpFoundation.org to see some of the great things that we've been doing and got going on concerning Mayor Washington and how we can support our Black Power Library and our historical archives. And it's about all of us. We have to blame ourselves. You know, I used to be, uh, as they say, a barber. And the barber was the first one that started dealing with people's hair. And then, and then also the cosmetologist. Uh, my sister was a cosmetologist. And, and being a barber, uh, you know, in the training and everything back in the 60s, uh, I used to give the men process. I would even give the women process. And then later on, I noticed my sister, she started, uh, She was a cosmetologist, and she started doing that. And we have to really uh, educate our mind uh, to learn better, challenge ourselves to learn better, know better, and do better. And, uh, and we do uh, have, uh, you know, an opportunity for everybody in the community. Yes, ma'am. Those who don't know yes, what ma'am. process, can you uh, break that down for some people who may not understand? You were giving processes. What does that break down to uh, for the audience who may be in a different generation? What was the process? Okay. Uh, that was uh, putting relaxer on your head, uh, you know, uh, and that's when you was uh, burning your hair uh, and to make it straight. Or uh, uh, curly, uh, you can do both. Make your hair straight, or you can make it uh, curly from uh, uh, what they call uh, the chemical relaxer. Uh, And uh, as a result, you know, I think, uh, you know, from common sense and uh, studying, you know, uh, the, the relaxer, it did create what? Cancer in your, in your brains. And people didn't realize it. I didn't know that either. But, see, this is what the Word of God say, too. Study and show yourself approved. So you can, you know, uh, really make a difference by educating yourself. So now I have to, the things that I did wrong even to myself, I have to say, oh, Lord, forgive me, for I have been unjust to myself. And we have to start with blaming ourselves and becoming to uh, 
a, a state of mind that we have to hold ourselves uh, to be accountable for our conditions and our communities and our and we should support our efforts as we exercise change and we must change you know that's the one thing in life uh, that okay, for sure for you okay i've got a question for you and brother Kwame in the military sure. what the first things they do is cut the hair off why do you think they cut your hair off in the military Tell me that. What's the we're food for peace now? But I I did a video okay, on YouTube. Why did you cut your hair? Why they cut the hair off is to demasculate because what they found out when they went to Native Americans and they saw that they were good trackers and they were able to you know hunt and do things that most men couldn't do, and they wanted them in the military in wartime. The first thing they did was cut their hair. Guess what they lost? Their ability to track, their ability to hunt, and those abilities is because your hair is your antennas. These are the very important parts of who we are. And the thing that happened with it, it showed that you can't demasculate certain energies from the male because it's in the hair. The same way black women call what are the places that they go to get their hair done they call it a beauty shop what do white people call their place of of getting their hair done they call it a salon why do we name our, our places to be beauty that's a place where we have to go alter ourselves to become beautiful like the people in the salon yeah and, and i uh, yeah i have to the, add the name we got to have our nails done in the beauty salon. And so we become so like the world in the beauty salon, beauty shop, and we come out look thinking that we're more beautiful uh, when we come out of the beauty salon. Our nails are done, our nails are colored, our hair is straight, our hair is done. Then we have to deal with the, the emotional reactions, and, and that's when the you come out of the beauty on what you think is different and more beautiful. It's not managing the energy inside of you, the hormones inside of you that are created when you hold on to anger, when you hold on to the abuse from the rape, sexual abuse. Hallelujah. When you hold daddy's uh, uh, mental abuses and physical abuses. All those things override your beauty to to prevent the cancer. The beauty is not going to prevent the cancer. You can spend four hours and they get your toe. Don't get don't get get your toe a pedicure done, and the nails and the hair and all that. And you come out of there and you're angry at everybody. You're reacting to. You're being triggered and you're blaming the person. And that's what's happening with these lawsuits. Is that people are and women are angry. Because they're but what happens, but what happens in a beauty shop oh, with women? Hire an attorney to get them some money. That's not going to solve your uterine cancer. It could come back easily if all of your emotional reactions. But, you know, that that right there and looking at this whole thing of, of mass uh, suits, lawsuits, the attorney, the law systems, the attorneys that, that take 
and come together and say, okay, we're going to get – they're getting 25 to 30% of whatever the settlement is, and nothing has happened to them. How are they going to get paid for doing something that should not have really been marketed because they have to test these chemicals on in the lab before they can put them on the, on the market? And the part that happens is the FDA gives approval. The FDA gives approval for these chemicals to be released to peoples in their communities. So it's by design what they've done. Now you look at the billions they've made when they did this, and now you're looking at the, the repercussions of the women, and this is part of the genocidal process. That is not going to give you your life back. That's not going to give you your, your, your reproductive organs back. That is by design that they create these chemicals to destroy people. This is why they bioengineer. When are we going to wake up? You know, when we're going to wake up after we suffer and lose our our uterus, our our, our ovaries, and the the hysterectomy shows up. That's when people wake up, unfortunately. That's when tears. That was a wake-up call for me to see all these attorneys advertising on Facebook. Help, let us help you. If you've been injured by your hair relaxer and you have uterine cancer, we can help you. Come to our to our law office and we can. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? What's going on? Here it's time to act on prevention. We need to help our girls. Our girls, don't right. start don't start hair relaxers for 8-year-olds or any other age. Because here's the, re, the reality is, again, Safe and effective. What were we sold for the last three years about a jab? A jab was safe and effective, and people trusted that. Now you've got myocarditis. You've got cancer exploding in children and athletes. All these things say, who do you trust? Who do you trust? You trust your own body, your own mind, your own heart. Heart mass. Go to heart mass. Dr. V. Let's the root of it. Stop this and get rid of the anger. Forgiveness. That would be one if that will prevent uterine cancer is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness is key for any cancer. Doctor V, can I say that uh, forgiveness? Uh, is really a healing for the individual, uh, you know, and also, uh, you know, uh, our people, it's our time now. This brother Plump again, uh, and we're in it to win. Black love matters too, and everybody got to learn to love the most important person in the of living, and that is you. And I like my ride. And for um, uh, more information, brothers and sisters can call me at 312-882-5935. And let's get rid of the jabs because every time that's artificial, you know, when you're going through those uh, other than self, other than doing for yourself and caring for yourself, which is a, 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 a false way of life. You have to develop the God way of life, and and that's yeah. the best. Go back yeah. to God. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Minister Plum. I want to just share with you real quick German New Medicine because I'm a practitioner of that for probably now 30 years, almost 30 years. And that's the key to prevention or preventing cancers is overstanding. It's an understanding 
of how the body functions in trauma. So let me play a quick uh, uh, audio about German medicine biological There is nothing law. random about whatever kind of disease or condition that you've developed. There's nothing random about, you know, what is called an autoimmune condition. The body does not do random things. Dr. Hammer, which is the German medical doctor who made this discovery of these five natural biological laws of nature that revealed to me, I mean, just the depths of wisdom within the body. Right. There's always a reason. Nature has a reason. Mm -hmm. And we have looked at what the body is doing out of context for hundreds of years. And out of context, it looks like, oh, random cells are growing. Oh, the body's attacking itself. And so we try to intervene and we try to stop it. We try to, you know, give the body drugs and do all sorts of things to like make this thing stop happening. But with Dr. Hammer's discoveries, we see this is happening for a reason, and we have to get to the cause. We have to look at what was it that initiated this adaptive process in the psyche brain organ, um, and by resolving that conflict, that's how you get back to homeostasis, which is health, which is balance. Um, and so the first biological law, psyche brain organ, you know, something happens. Something catches you off guard. And the, the big right. distinction here is it's not just stress, because a lot of people are like, oh, stress and disease. Okay, I get it. It's not as simple as that. It is more profound and impactful. Like the conflict shock moment where you're caught off guard, you, you feel totally isolated in that moment. You feel totally alone, um, completely caught off guard, on the wrong foot. And that's what, boom, kind of sets off this adaptation process. Um, so how the psyche perceives it, and that's not just the mind. That's not like, you know, the thing that's thinking inside of your head. It's like the deep biological wisdom of your entire being. <laughs> and so um, that wisdom makes an assessment of the situation that you're dealing with before you even have a chance to, like, have any cognition about it. Before you're, like, having right. thoughts about it, it's already yeah. in motion. Like, the body has this language that it perceives before, like, words in your head appear. And so it's initiated there. There's an impact in the brain. And that's one of the really cool, uh, amazing things about this work is that um, via CT brain scan, you can actually have your brain mapped out entirely and see. We can see all the stuff that's happened to you in your life. There are impacts in the brain control that control different regions, different portions of the body. And so psyche, brain, and then organs. That's where the adaptation happens. Um, and the adaptation basically can be fit under three categories. Either there's tissue loss. So, for example, like if the throat, if there's something stuck in your throat, the throat needs to widen or it needs to produce more mucus or saliva in order for whatever's there to be able to get down or to come up. And so we're either going to be right. losing cells, widening openings, increasing cells so we can produce more juices, or there's loss of function. Um, and so that's... There and give you a personal testimony about that. Um, as she said, when you have a trauma, uh, in this case, German New Medicine teaches you that uterine cancer uh, conflicts, they're called, are due to a profound loss conflict, such as the loss of a son, a best friend, a loved person, or a pet. So a person could develop uterine cancer when they don't resolve the loss of their pet that they grieve over. And she says, she, as she said, it registers first in the brain. When you have one of those, <gasps> where you, you take your breath away, <laughs> you actually, oh, my goodness, 
my da- my dog died. Oh my goodness, my child died. When you have one of those moments like the loss of a son, uh, the best friend, a loved person, or a pet, then it registers on the brain. And Dr. Hammer did CAT scans on thousands of people and saw these lesions that he related to the trauma of the person. I experienced this with my sister, and I was like shocked after I learned what it was, was going on. Because my sister, who died of breast cancer, had three traumas in her life that I realized were registered in her brain. Her first child was stillborn. She gave birth to a dead child. She was um, um, she had a, another child. Her second child at 14 was hit by a car and died. That was her second. And a third one, I believe, there might have been sexual assault that she never experienced. But when she fed my home and her right side was paralyzed, she went to the emergency room and they did a CAT scan to find out why her right side was paralyzed. And on that CAT scan, they told me, I was like in shock, she had three lesions in her brain. And those lesions turn into brain tumors if you don't resolve the stillborn child born to you the death of your 14-year-old, and sexual assault. So her brain showed, and I, I still had that on a disc, the disc, the, the proof of that, her brain showed three lesions where she had had these <gasps> three traumas in her life. So that was my beginning back in 2005 of studying this amazing biological truth. And again, the first step in uterine cancer is, <gasps> my son died the loss of a son, or your son could go off uh, and leave your home, and that could cause uh, a a reproduction of cells from the brain tumor or the lesion. It's called a lesion when it's benign. When it's not cancerous, that lesion is just benign. It just sits there. But it will be there as long as the conflict is not fed with emotional grief or unforgiveness and guilt. If that happens, that lesion will turn into a a tumor. In my sister's case, she fell and her whole left side, her whole side was paralyzed because one of those tumors became bigger and caused a a blockage in her nervous system that caused her to be paralyzed on one side. That was my experience to know that this German biological conflicts are what's causing these cancers. Hair relaxing? Let me go to the phones. We have another caller uh, who has pressed one. So we want to hear from you. Help you resolve these conflicts so you don't develop the lesions and the cancers. Good morning, good morning, and glory be to God. This is Lois here in Chicago, Illinois. And, you know, the urine cancer, I feel, is um, it's caused uh, mostly by misdiagnosis. Um, a lot of times uh, women who, I understand, you know, they don't do it, and then sometimes they use things like messenger and things like that. 
you know, a perfume deodorizer for the vagina. Uh, doctors have, you know, I'm one who was misdiagnosed in 1970, 1997 for urine cancer and, you know, total radiation, chemo, chemo. Yes, I was. So, but I've okay. never had, since that time, I stopped taking past years since 1997, 74 years old. So we can be misdiagnosed by these doctors so they can make money. And if these women would just, you know, clean themselves, sometimes men just don't mean you no good. And when they put that sperm up in you and they don't mean you no good anyway, I think that you don't clean it out right away, and that's what's causing uterus problems. So that's my opinion for today. And and okay. also, I feel that if the breast, if the woman is in love with a man, a man is in love with the woman, that's something connected from God. So if he uh, wants to be the type of man to suck on her breast and what have you, well, if he doesn't suck them equally, they're going to wind up with cancer. So that's my opinion for today. And this is Lois in Chicago. Love you all. Okay, Lois, let me ask you a question, Lois. In your journey um, before you, why why did you go to the doctor in the first place? Were you bleeding? or What were the symptoms that caused you to go to a doctor and what they tested? Did they give you a blood test? Or what did they do? Okay, every year uh, I would go to the doctor for an annual check of pap smear, blood work, everything, every year. Right. So this particular year, 1997, the doctors diagnosed me, uh, uh, they took a pap smear. And uh, they called me downtown. I was doing something downtown. And the nurse said, Lord, so you got to get back to the uh, uh, hospital because uh, we sent you a letter. We called you. I said, well, what's wrong? So when I got back to the office, they said, well, we found cancer uh, uh, in your uterus, and uh, you need to get over here and get a biopsy from Dr. Arcella. And uh, what she said, uh, after, if we find out that, you know, it is cancer, we'll have to cut off half of your uterus. Well, I think I was, what, 40-something years old, 50-something? I, I didn't need any uterus. You know, I, if anything, if she had said, take the whole uterus out, then I said, okay, fine. I don't know what you Anyway, I went to another doctor. I didn't go to get the biopsy. I went to another doctor on Artesian and Western, and I took a pap smear. I waited uh, the 10-day period to come back, and it came back normal. It came back normal. And from that day to this day, I haven't had another pap smear. And I'm never okay. taking a mammogram. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you weren't having any symptoms of bleeding or pain is what you're saying? No, I was misdiagnosed, that's all. I mean, if I had okay. cancer back then, I'd be gone by now, especially okay. if I take no radiation. They'd burn my cells to death. I would have been gone. I clarify, Lois, why women go to the doctor is usually because they have some type of symptom, but all the other times they just go to have their regular routine pap smear, right? Yes, but there has been times not only that misdiagnosing, um, when I was about 24 years old, I, I had a severe bleeding problem uh, every day. And what they decided to do was to explore, and my mother wouldn't let them explore. And then they gave me this Depo-Provera shot, which was an experiment back in, was that, 74? Uh, uh, it was an experimental shot, and we had to find for it. And it was supposed to be used as birth control. But that one shot uh, stopped my cycle for three years. As a matter of fact, when I three years later, when I 
uh, met my second husband that I married him because I thought God had sent him to bring my cycle back down. I'm 26 or something. But anyway, uh, and I found out it was nobody but Satan. He had, you know, <laughs> it wasn't God. So anyway, we have to definitely, yes, go on. You tell us, can you tell us, before you had the heavy bleeding, were there any major emotional conflicts going on in your life? Well, I wouldn't dare try to tell you the story, but I got married at 16 years old, and my sister and I married two brothers, so need I say any more? We weren't allowed to talk to each other for two years. So okay. you know, we won't want to go through that, but everybody goes through something, Deanna. All of us have our own situations, I believe. Everybody has a problem. Yeah, but it might not be the same problem. But uh, everything works out. It's been working out all these years only by the help of God, you see. And so, yeah, I trust in God. I I, I, I take his report. I, I don't go to these doctors. If My mother said if you don't have a temperature, listen, so you don't have a temperature, don't go to these doctors and don't. Uh, uh, leave your babies with these doctors. The babies will have a temperature when they're teething, she said. But don't be going to these doctors if you don't have a temperature. And that's okay. the way okay. I am. Thank you. I, I really appreciate sharing that with us because it helps everyone better understand, understand what women go through when their body talks to them and they ignore it or they don't ignore it or they don't ignore it. You either, you either, thank you for hearing that, you either recognize at some point that these relationships I'm in, especially at 16 years old, and you're having to marry someone and you can't see your sister, how much hurt and pain is that causing where the hormones in your body are going crazy, you don't have, uh, you have more cortisol stress hormones activated in that situation than you do the parasympathetic activity where everything is coming. So, and then the brain, the lesion, you have a trauma or a conflict, the lesion shows up, and that is going to affect your hormones. Your brain is connected, communicating to gut. And then if you don't interfere, your microbiome is weak or destroyed, your body is in war, at war, at war. I tell you, my, my son had a, a problem with his car, okay? So Lois's situation is, is common in every area of life. He, had, he, was, he was having trouble starting his car, took it to Pet Boys. They said, oh, it's going to cost you $1,200. You need an alternator. You need a battery. And you need some mail, you're tired, blah, blah, blah. So they, the bill was $1,200. Okay, he said, oh, my goodness. His girlfriend said, listen, why don't you go check out the auto store, auto zone, and have them do a second opinion, just like Lois. Second opinion. Let's get a second opinion here because I don't know if I want to pay $1,200. And especially I don't know if I want to have my, my uterus taken out, my hysterectomy, all that. So he did that. Guess what? Pep, uh, AutoZone told him, you just need a battery. There's nothing wrong with your alternator. $200 as opposed to $1,200. That's wisdom. You don't go taking one opinion that's going to cost you a lot of money, a lot of stress, a lot of sorrow, and say, oh, i got to accept that. Um, and then you go get a second opinion. Now, if the second opinion tells you the same thing, yeah, you need an alternator, 
And you go to a third, yeah, you need an alternate. Well, what do you do? You start looking at getting the money out and paying and correcting the problem. Same thing with our bodies. You either um, go under a tree and meditate, go out in nature. Don't have nature deficit disorder, as Kwame always reminds us. Don't be deficient in nature because that's what's going to contribute to your cancer of any type. I don't care, breast, uterine, whatever. If you're nature deficit disorder, and as the doctor in the audio explained, exercise is key in prevention because your blood's moving, and just like we do uh, the joint rolling in the morning, it helps your lymphatic system drain all those chemicals that are in the relaxer. Everyone who has used hair relaxers did not develop uterine cancer. Guaranteed, everybody's not out there saying with uterine cancer because they use the hair relaxer. But the difference is how much you love your body after the hair relaxer. You come out of the hair salon with your nails and your hair and all that, and you go sit in front of the TV, or you go argue with your spouse, or you create other stress elements in your life, your cancer is ready to explode in you. But prevention is key. Remembering that this is a biolog, the most sophisticated biological computer, yes, it needs a second opinion. If you go to a doctor who wants you to spend money and cut everything out, Or, better yet, it needs you to be more conscious about your environment inside and out and how to maintain homeostasis with more meditation, more breathing, and more beautiful relationships, supportive relationships. Guaranteed to have cancer if you keep conflict in your relationships going and going and going. Uh, I don't know if Kwame, did you press one again? Yeah, and I just wanted to add the part that OBGYN was created by Marion Sims using slave women yeah. in order to create that, create that medical field. The trauma that was done to those women in order for them to create a male-dominant medical for white women. Because you're looking at statistically, uterine cancer is more prevalent in black women than it is white women. And they have these same facts, but they don't use the relaxer or they're not as stressed as we are because they have the mindset that we have privilege. We are Barbie. We are Karen. And these are the things that we're seeing now that's revealing itself in the social order and the social media that these women know that they're privileged and they do not have to stress the stress that a black woman has to deal with. And so what we're, but what I'm just saying is there's an imbalance there in the attack on women. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got women all over now, no matter what their race, who have uterine cancer because they're not having their emotions. They're not being conscious inner environment that they can So regardless of race, there are women who are unconscious on every level, and it's not the hair that's the problem. It's the conflicts that are not resolved in their life that causes the body to 
war. And that's what we're looking at in the Middle East, is that the whole environment over there in the Middle East is in conflict. And we've got uh, – everyone should be – I encourage everyone to call your congressman, senator. Don't know what good it will do or not, but because warmongers are running our government. And we are going to all be stressed if this war accelerates with Libya, Egypt, Russia, whatever. So let's be mindful first, starting with ourselves, to stop the war and promote peace within by resolving all the conflicts in our lives and staying in unity, not division. Stop having these divisive conversations and debates on you on social media, Facebook. Stop it. Just stop. When they start, just interject peace into every conversation so that we change the energy going out of our hearts. Our hearts, hearts are putting out energy of either conflict and war or peace within, which will change the world that we are witnessing now, which is, is heating up even more and more. Thank you all so much for joining me. I hope you'll share this with women who might be struggling about why their body is at war. And hopefully this will bring them to peace within first. That's the key, peace within. So we're going to say thank you to our global family that includes the Middle East. And gratitude, forgiveness are key in this come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kunyon, France, Merci. Spain, gracias. Italy, grazie. Egypt, shukran. Ghana, medasi. Nigeria, eshe. South Africa, ngiabonga. Senegal, jaret. Kenya, asante. Israel, toda. Pakistan, shukriya. Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And to all my 
and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Shalom.